0: so this intro might not be the most professional just because I don't really know if this is going to be posted but if it is welcome to the can you hear me podcast where I just kind of talk and see where it takes me um if this is posted I would like to offer a trigger warning because I, I truly am going to talk and see where this takes me. And um, I'm talking about some heavier things. So that, yes, just a fair warning for that. There will be topics of abuse and such if I let my mind run so We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, I am recording this the day after recording the first episode. So, first of all, creating a podcast is so much easier than I thought it was. Um, I guess that's a good place to start. A lot of things are becoming easier than I thought they were. I didn't realize how difficult I was making my own life until I started actually wanting to do things for myself and starting to break down my trauma in my head to understand it better. I'm the type of person where I have to think it through and as much as that fucks me up sometimes it does help a lot because i think breaking down where it came from helps me figure out how to heal it better than any therapist i've ever dealt with has so yeah i guess that's why i'm the therapist friend that's fun ew that was kind of cringy to say Ugh. anyway anyway um i guess I can start with my parents Um, I don't really know where to start with that because I don't remember much of my childhood anymore and I don't know if that's uh, Oh, yeah, if you're my family watching this, you will 100% de- see a different side for me. Uh, honestly, listening to this podcast is very, very brave of you. So welcome to the other side, if that's you, you know? Uh, anyway, so that's Zah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're... I don't know if that had any effect on my memory, but I don't remember a lot of my childhood. I was trying to figure out what subconscious beliefs I was keeping so closely that I couldn't get anything done. It definitely feels like there's a box that I'm trying to break out of right now, and there's something deep, deep, deep deep-rooted that I'm trying to dig through right now. I did reach a certain point earlier where I was coming to terms with the fact that I have a problem being seen because I don't know if it's my like growing up whenever I would show my full self I would kind of get made fun of for it for the side that I was showing so if I was talking I remember I was talking at the beauty salon one time um my mom's hairstylist and I was just talking the whole time because I was excited and I was comfortable with that person and then my mom was like oh yeah she talked your ear off so I guess stuff like that and I don't know if I was just a sensitive child but that's what I was also made to feel um, growing up my family kind of made jokes about me a lot, and that's not, that doesn't make them shitty people. It's not like I'm doing a tell-all whistleblower, I hate my family. That's not fucking, that's not the point. My <laughs> So we all make fun of ourselves. We all make fun of each other. It's kind of a thing. But growing up, it did make me feel like parts of myself were rejected. And growing up, it obviously, I desensitized to it a little bit more and learned to laugh at myself and laugh with them. But it did get... To an excessive point, to. I don't know, I, as. The main thing that I would hear told about me was that I talk too much, or. Um, I laugh too loud, or I'm annoying, or. And th- this wasn't all by my family. This was. Some were at school, some were. You know? Um. Or just if I was, I don't know, I was a out there kid, so I would be, there was one day I was dancing at this little after school thing that I usually do and the teacher was just, the teacher was talking about it with my mom and I felt immediately embarrassed when they talked about it because it felt like, again, another part of me was being rejected or being like, ha look at her. And it's hard because I don't know what to do with this information because I know that I was a kid, and I know that overall it was just not, um, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do with this information for a lot of different reasons. For one, I don't know... Mostly, I just don't know where the jokes come from. Like, you know how they say jokes always have a truth. I don't know where the jokes come from, and I don't know where my reaction comes from. Because, you know, as a kid, I feel like if it were a thing where adults... So, like, kids mimic. Kids pick up everything, right? I feel like if a kid was just say the kid just mimics something if we were going straight off of that right and my mom was to say was to giggle and say oh she likes to talk a lot i feel like i would have taken that as a joke because we would have laughed but why did i immediately have a sensitive reaction why did i immediately associate her tone with rejection Something had to have happened at some point before that. I don't know what it is. I don't remember it, but something would have had to have happened to where it was made to seem like a bad thing for me to have that type of reaction. I don't know if it's from my parents. I don't know if it's from my from when I was in school. I know in school that made it a lot worse for me because kids did make me feel rejected. Kids deliberately made me feel like... I was weird, and, like, I was always talking, and, like, there was something wrong with me. I did feel constantly rejected at school, and I did not like school. Um, so I don't know if it's from that, but it seems like it dates back way earlier to that. I don't, I don't know. It seems like it dates back to when I was little, or maybe not. I don't... I don't know. I used to feel so much as a kid that I don't even know where it started. I don't know where that could have started to where it was just an immediate bad reaction to me. I have, like, earlier memories, like, really early memories. I'm talking maybe three or four. And I remember them vaguely, but I don't remember, like, and this isn't even normal. I've, every time I talk about my childhood and everything, everybody responds the same. They're like, how do you remember shit from when you were a kid? I was a highly sensitive child. I'm pretty sure I just kept it in my head. And like I said, everything shapes you. I'm a finicky little shit now where I'm scared shitless to, sorry, I'm cussing a lot. Again, family, your discretion, but, I'm scared to be myself in front of people. And if I do, if I am fully myself and not really caring, it's to the point where I have to make my mind blank in order to be myself. I have to not, I have to put out a shield to everyone and what they could possibly have to say or have to, like, criticize any of their little jabs, any of that shit, I have to block them out. So I space out a lot when people talk to me because I've had so many instances where people throw little jabs and try so hard to make me feel like fucking shit about myself. It was family. It was fucking friends. It was fucking strangers. Definitely my fucking partners. Like it, it, happened so much that when you grow up having that throughout all of this shit happened before i was even 18. it just stopped it just stopped and i'm about to be 21. and the only reason it's stopping it's not fully stopping but the only reason it is is because i'm fucking people pleasing i'm only showing people parts of myself. And if I'm comfortable with them, then I show them all sides. But even then, the people that I'm most comfortable with, I don't feel comfortable being myself around them. Because growing up, everybody had something to say. And I get it, everybody jokes, but even these people aren't truly excited about being told that they have, like, tendencies that people don't like nobody likes being fucking judged let's be fucking for real nobody likes being judged nobody likes being joked about unless they're fully comfortable with themselves and news fucking flash the only time you're really okay with being yourself is because you're so desensitized to hearing it and some people they just laugh it off because they're uncomfortable subconsciously it's very deep in their fucking psyche but they're comfortable They're okay. They're used to it. So they just got used to it. I heard something the other day, and it was like... This is completely off-topic, so we're going to go around the world here, I told you. I heard something the other day. It was like, Gen Z is the hardest to work with. I don't think so. I just think we take people's fucking feelings into account, and maybe we shouldn't be working like slaves. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be working like slaves every day, and... Working in inhumane and constantly taking shit from people that we don't even know for a business that we don't even give a fuck about. Who do you think we are? It's you guys could have had to withstand that. And that's fine. That's fine. That's you, though. And y'all are only saying this. I'm pretty sure they're only saying this because most of the people that have had to deal with this, they're about to fucking retire. They won't have to deal with it they're home free right now but i'm i guarantee you if they were in our spot they would see it as the end of the world too for at least a split second until they got used to it back to my fucking point i came right back anyway (laughs) i don't know it's just been very interesting challenging other beliefs because i have i don't know I've been, I guess I've been finding different ways to do things, and I've been finding different ways to do things for a very long time that suit me. And I think there's a way to do everything. There's a way to do everything. There's a way to learn everything. Nothing is unavailable to anybody. It's just, I didn't realize how long I was keeping myself in that box until I heard other people starting to say, eh, it's too different. No, 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 no fear is all in your fucking head. You're making it up. You're making it up. We get it. The outcomes are real. I get it. But how long can you live in a bubble before you decide to get the fuck up and do something different? Before you decide to not try to fit in a box? Before you decide to dress in a different way? What do you have to do? What is it going to take for you to live your life And not live your life like everybody tells you to live your fucking life. Shut up. Damn, go for a walk. Go look for the clothes that you want instead of looking on TikTok, motherfucker. I'm talking to myself because I'm definitely this bitch. But it's just, it doesn't, it It gets tiring. Who wants to deal with that, you know? Who wants to check on it all the time? That's miserable. It's very, very miserable. It's not a way to live. It's not living at all. (laughs) It's just kind of like looking and then stepping. I don't, and I get it. You need to walk. But think about it. When you walk, do you watch your feet the whole time? No. Because you got other shit to look at. Walk through life, bro. Stop and smell the goddamn roses. I also... Okay. <laughs> there was a whole part of this podcast, right? The, the next two minutes were filled with me talking about Oreos. And I thought I'd spare you the agony. So... <laughs> we're gonna back to talk about spiritual shit. I'm high... I'm cosmic. We're going into the second part. Ooh, my first bookmark. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. I was talking about Oreos, but I also feel like I'm being a lot of shit right now. I probably am. I mean, it is what it is. Anyway. <laughs> Double stuffed Oreos. That is the topic at hand. It is very... Mm... You know, it's not my favorite. There there were, there was a time, right, that there was a, it was limited or something, it disappeared, but it was like marshmallow, and it had like blue cream, like sort of not like, not blue. It was just like white with a blue tint or whatever the fuck, and it tasted, it had marshmallow. It was so good. That was the best Oreos I've ever had. It only came in like little small packets, but I would eat them all. (laughs) They would be gone, and it was so good, and I miss them very dearly. Um, Oreos, bro, what do y'all own by? Nut Nabisco? Yeah, I have some questions for you. Where did they go? I need answers immediately. I finished my Fruit Loops today, and I'm kind of upset about it. Also, oh yeah, that was the other thing I'm I was talking about. So it hurts to eat sweet stuff because I have a cavity. I'm getting it filled. It's just, it's sensitive right now because, yeah, it's a cavity. So Um, then then we have plastic plates and plastic ports, crazy things. They're on the top of my microwave right now. It's very packed up there. It's like, you know, I'm a weatherman, but for events around me, you, you hear my cadence? It's so accurate, isn't it? If you can't tell, I'm a tad inebriated and, you know, I don't know what good it is about me, you know, just pretending, pretending, what? Just being myself on here, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it'll have like a little Emma Chamberlain effect. you know, end up at the Met Gala. No, I just, I don't think that is it. Vogue would be fun. You know, they're having a campaign right now. Madness. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot going on right now. Anybody notice that? There's just a lot going on <laughs> Like out in the world, there's just a whole lot going on and it feels a little weird. It feels a little eerie. I don't like that. Uh we're about to hit the that lunar eclipse very soon, on the fifth. So that's um I'm an astrology yell, but yeah, it's fucking us up right now. Um yeah, a lot of weird things are happening to people, including me. I've, I've been having a lot of weird issues. Very weird energy. I'm not feeling it per se. Uh, huh. I guess I'm spiritual. That's good. Dude. Random segue. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of those. Um, yeah, I guess you could say I'm spiritual, I'm very spiritual, actually, if you meet me, but, um, it it's interesting, it kind of warps your reality a little bit, and I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I guess for me, since I've had so many things happen, uh, that have affected my conscious level, I feel like, I have to break a certain barrier before I can live normally. to so feel I think I have a lot of trauma and I don't operate like a regular person. And <laughs> uh, and it's it sucks because people I, the amount of people that have come up to me saying they think I'm crazy. I I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually pretty in control of myself. And chill, I didn't used to be i just i've come to a I've only ever heard that I look crazy now that I've healed. I'm like I don't really understand where that comes from, to be honest, like i I guess i have like I think you're lot, so I guess reversing all of that. People don't understand that, like, reversing all that is reversing behavior. It's, like, reversing everything you could have come to know, everything that's around you, all the people that you've chosen to surround yourself with. When you go through some of the shit that I've been through, it's such an intense paranoia. And you almost forget how... uh You almost forget people can be normal and people don't take things as seriously or don't mean the things that they say, almost. It's like, I was abused in a relationship for two years, for like two and a half years. I was abused in a relationship. And he was, I don't know how to explain The type of paranoia that comes when you leave a relationship like that. You start to question everything. Like for two and a half years, I had someone telling me who I was and telling me what I was. And telling me what everybody thought of me and how everybody saw me for two and a half years something like that, over two years. So you come out of it and you question everything because you don't know what is true and you don't want to know what's not true. And then it's just a constant battle of thinking that everybody in this world is going to hurt you and that they'll do it every minute of every day. They will make it a point To make sure they're winning over you. That's how it feels. Constantly. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting feeling like you have to prove yourself all the time to people that aren't even asking that of you. Nobody thinks of it like that. Nobody thinks like I do. Not that I know of. And you start to question why something like that would have come to you like something you can't trust anybody pretty much because you don't know it's like you analyze every action that everybody takes that you grew up with you go through the history of like every action that anybody's ever taken And you'll be like, oh, that's why I got abused. Because I chose to bring this type of person to my... Like, it's miserable. It's not just... um. you, You can't... You don't even notice you do it half of the time. And I don't even know how many friendships or relationships I've ruined because of something like that you genuinely you don't know because sometimes you feel like it's like finding the nuance in everything because everything else seems like extremes like it's either one truth or the other and it makes it hard to function Bringing yourself back into balance is so um, difficult when you're used to extremes, and I don't know how to fix that. And honestly, I don't know who who all did it to me. It upsets me because. I don't know who's all been through this. I don't know if there's anybody that knows how much it like hurts.